Welcome to Married at the Movies, a podcast where a married couple discusses their sometimes different views on movies. In this week's episode, which was long overdue, uh, we recap a few of the many movies we've watched since our last episode in a segment we are deeming Agree to Agree or Agree to Disagree. So in our Agree to Agree section, it just like it sounds, we're going to discuss a few movies that we agreed were good movies. And we're going to talk a little bit about why we thought they were good. And then obviously later in the agree to disagree section, things will get a little more interesting. Uh, so to start off, one of the movies that we watched that we both agreed was good uh, was uh, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Uh, so Sean, tell us a little bit about this movie. That's right. This is the latest offering from Sony Animation Studios, who are, uh, in my opinion, uh, killing the game right now, as oh. the kids say, uh, after uh, Into the Spider-Verse and now this, which is a Netflix movie about a young girl named Katie Mitchell. Go figure. <laughs> her name's Mitchell. Oh, really? uh, <laughs> she embarks on a trip with her family uh, to go to her first year at film school, um, but their journey gets derailed when um, they have to band together as a family. Uh, to stop the world's electronic devices from staging an uprising and ending humanity as we know it. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, as it simple were. Simple stuff, yeah. Yeah. So this is animated, so you know I'm on board, right? <laughs> Obviously. Uh, you've heard the show before, and if you haven't, welcome. welcome. <laughs> uh, we usually do this every week. <laughs> Sometimes I get lazy. Uh <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's animated, and as I said, Sony uh, Animation Studio is just bringing this completely new look to animated film. It's not all hand-drawn, it's not all computer-generated, it's not all 3D, it's not all 2D, it mm -hmm. is a mix. And this one takes that mix up to uh, 14, I think. It goes oh. past 11, um, with what the directors, I think, have dubbed Katie Vision. Um, oh, yeah. There are certain scenes where you see all these extras and these like embellishments being overlaid on top of the action, and all this really great art style and, and similar just, to in um in the spider-verse similar to yeah. but even more sure. progressed down down that line like whereas into the spider-verse uses comic book tropes <laughs> yes. and like you know like uh words to uh magnify sound effects and like things like that stuff, yeah. this is more the um like youtube creator content like mm -hmm. overlays and like adding gifs and sometimes it's emojis it's, yeah emojis and sometimes it's like actual live action footage sometimes mm -hmm. it's actual photos um there's a couple times where there's puppets involved so oh, it, yeah. it is a visual smorgasbord mm -hmm. in every sense of the word um which i think only probably has one sense but yes. yeah uh it is a feast for the eyes mm -hmm. and beyond that it's a great story it's a it's an awesome you know family tale of uh that kind of um you know, the father losing touch with his kids and the kids growing up, but not necessarily like leaving behind their, mm -hmm. their family. And, you know, it's, it's a great, um, full of heart tale about a family coming together. And mm -hmm. there are parts that will choke you up like yeah. real, real bad. And, uh, parts that will make you laugh and choke on your own air 
Or, <laughs> that happens. Sure. It happens. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're, right. you're it, just it, laughing so much. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, it's in this part of the show. So, mm-hmm. you agree. So, yeah, this is the part where I say, I agree. Do I laugh? Circle gets the square. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you uh, you pretty much touched on all the things that made it. Um, it was just good fun. Uh, but at the same time, it had a, a really great message um, that I liked. And the the like generation gap and sort of the like technology gap where you know the father is not really understanding like why she likes film so much or like oh you're gonna make a career out of this and Mm -hmm. um that aspect and like her not understanding like all the sacrifices he made for her and it was just a nice um a nice father daughter story which sometimes you know is sometimes lacking yeah um you know in some things sure uh, like, you know, a man showing his emotions of, you know, I don't want my daughter to leave her school. I'm going to miss her too much. You know, That's right, kinda, right. It's um, it's Murray Goldberg in the third act of the Goldbergs as opposed to Murray two. Goldberg in the first two acts. Yeah. Yes. The one where they reveal that he's got heart all along. Exactly. Yes. In 48 episodes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's not like a perfect film. It is not like, uh, you know, like Coco level, like, you know, that kind of Disney Pixar, like heady type stuff. Sure. But it is a fantastic family film that yeah. I, I think it, everybody can I enjoy. would warn that it, for like really young kids, it might be a little scary at, at parts. There's some... I mean, there's like, you know, robots like yeah. shooting things and yeah. hacking. So. It's, it's not violent, but it is intense. And scary. Yeah, it could be kind of scary. Like yeah. spider robots and stuff like that. Yeah, so but if you have a, a, a more sensitive child, maybe, you know, give it a, Tell a the scrub man through <laughs> first. And Wow. Wow. We should unpack all the things that's wrong with that. <laughs> but we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> kidding. So kidding. let's agree to agree to gloss over that. Yes. And that... It was said tongue-in-cheek, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's Mitchell's vs. Machines. Go mm-hmm. watch it on Netflix. Um, it's it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Do we want to quick give our ratings for these movies? Or just... uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Let's do that as you as give I... yours and yes, I pull I would give... mine up from I, the... I would give that a 9 out of 10. 9? Yes. Yeah. I also gave it a 9. See, yes. this is why it was in the agree to agree section. There you go. We agreed on these. 9-9. Nine, nine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in the middle of a Brooklyn Nine-Nine rewatch, and uh, yeah, that show is so good. I, I don't know why I didn't give it a fair shake when it was actually okay, like... Stay on topic, Sean. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. Next movie. We haven't done this in a while, yeah, so... Yeah, forgot how it works. There are no rails, madam. <laughs> yes. We are off the rails. This is just free form. We'll get back into the rhythm eventually. Okay. I'll say something smart probably later in the podcast, maybe, or... Possibly. Yeah, yeah maybe. Right. Well, I'm going to take control and put us back on the rails. There in you the go. next movie... That's why... Uh, that we did agree on uh, is Memories of a, of a Murder. Uh, this film is directed and written by the same director and writer of uh, the Oscar-winning film Parasite, Bong Joon-ho. It also stars the lead in Parasite, um, Kang Ho Song. And this film was before Parasite uh, in 2003. You can find it on Hulu if you're interested in watching. And it's actually based on true events. Um, in South Korea and it focuses on two detectives that are assigned to a double murder and as they begin to investigate more it seems like they're dealing with a serial killer Um, so it's about these two detectives trying to piece together the clues um, to solve uh, to solve the crime 
And uh, yeah, this was a, a great movie. Um, it definitely felt in the similar uh, theme as Parasite, although this time, you know, more true, a little real, more a little more realistic type of events. Yeah. Um, and it was, um, it was both satisfying and disappointing at the same time. Where it was mm. like, you know, sir, you're if you're expecting this to be a film in which you get everything tied up in a little bow and you understand who the murderer was and why they murdered and, you know, how they found out everything they found out, like, you're not going to get it from yeah, this. Yeah, it's not an Agatha Christie novel. <laughs> no. Um, but that's what made it really, um, what I really liked it. It was, I was actually more about um, the characters than it was about the crime and figuring you know, out who the murderer was. You got more into the minds of these detectives who were kind of like good cop, bad cop Mm -hmm. type of thing. Old, you know, old soul, let's do things a certain way and, you know, beat up our suspects without asking questions. Little not by the book. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, more traditional, like, let's slow down and think about this Um, and how the two of them, you know, kind of learn from each other so that was really interesting that it was just a really cool character um, story mm-hmm. and almost that the murder was kind of secondary to. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, almost. It's, yeah, it's the catalyst for. Yeah, it's driving yeah. their their characters. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like you're, at times, you're more interested in their relationship than you are necessarily, like, finding out who the murderer is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it, it is subtitled, obviously, so... You know, sometimes telling if people are great actors or not, it, it can be kind of hard. But I thought the acting was uh, fantastic. Agreed. And the two of them were, were really great. Yeah. Um, and it's just, um, yeah, it's a great mystery. But as I mentioned before, it's not like it's going to be completely solved for you. So if you're like, oh, I know who did it, um, it's not necessarily going to be clarified for you. <laughs> we're looking for that. Um, yeah, do you have any other thoughts on it, John? No, I I completely um, I echo your sentiments uh, totally. Um, this this film pulls off what in wrestling parlance I believe is referred to as a double switch in that there are characters um, that are uh, opposed to each other in certain senses, and it, it by the end of the movie you feel kind of the opposite ways about. Oh them. yeah, as you learn more about um, them, and uh, yeah, so the face becomes a heel and the heel becomes a face, mm-hmm. and it is. It's um, it, it just shows how good of a director Bong Joon Ho mm-hmm. is. It, he, as you said, you know, it's in a completely different language, but it didn't matter at all. In fact, I don't even think I would have. Well, I mean, it's a kind of you know intricate murder like uh, mystery type thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, I do need the <laughs> the subtitles to mm-hmm. kind of you know understand the story, but the the emotion and the uh, the empathy is mm-hmm. there without the words at all mm-hmm. and um yeah there's there's some amazingly like chilling and suspenseful scenes there are um great you know smaller character moments that have nothing to do with like the actual police work and, yeah and um yeah they're yeah. also kind of it was also really funny like a dark humor yeah um, oh yeah yeah well. there's some there's some great um you know lighter moments Mm -hmm. for sure and then just the ending you know no spoilers obviously but the Mm -hmm. the final scenes um like the the emotional climax and then literally the final scene Mm -hmm. is 
yeah, it's, just it's really perfect. It, it's perfection. Like mm-hmm. this is is truly like a modern masterpiece of a film. Yeah, and, I agree. Yeah, it, it was. I didn't mention it was also shot some of the, um, you know, the cinematography mm-hmm. and things was also fantastic. Yeah. Um. So I would give this movie um a nine out of ten. I didn't quite give it the ten, but that, yeah, that nine was out of ten. Yeah, I I was at a nine as well. Looking back, I think it's one of those films that kind of grew on me, and like, mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't know if I have a bad thing to say. I don't, I don't know why, you know. I, I give my ratings in my my spreadsheet, um, <laughs> you know, pretty much directly after the film ends mm-hmm. because I want that like gut reaction to thing. If I mm-hmm. were to go back and re-rate it, I think I would bump it up to a ten because mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Um, so the next movie that we agreed to agree on, uh, was The Outside Story. And so Sean, tell us a little bit about that. The Outside Story is one of the newest films that we watched. Uh, it came out last month starring Brian Tyree Henry, who plays an introverted video editor who locks himself out of his building and is forced to confront the outside world that he's been avoiding. And, um, I think there are films that capture a time in that you know say take the wedding singer right Mm -hmm. that captures the 80s and the the hair the pop culture the nostalgia like the new coke you know Mm -hmm. all all of that stuff it captures a time in in one sense right Mm -hmm. there are other films that i think do such an amazing job at capturing the time in an emotional sense Mm -hmm. And I feel like this film is just the like pinnacle of of an emotional or sorry a cinematic display of kind of everyone's you know like inner thoughts at mm-hmm. this point because like he for you know reasons outside of the pandemic this has nothing to do with you know real world events mm-hmm. um, he is stuck inside he is stuck in multiple ways right Mm -hmm. and he's he's struggling with how to break out both literally and figuratively and then when forced to go back out he's forced to confront the things that kept him inside all the time Mm -hmm. and i just think this is an absolutely beautiful film in that it like just cuts to the heart of like kind of what everybody's feeling right now yeah and beyond that it's really great like mm-hmm. it's a great story, um, a wonderful character arc. It is, you know, it's a, it's like a small film. It's not, you know, trying to catch a murderer. It's not, no, you know, yeah. trying to stop the world from it's, a robot uprising. Slice of life. It's mm-hmm. just one day in this guy's life where he locked himself out, and that is a massive inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Like I think we've all been there, right? No. You know, um, I've locked myself out on multiple occasions. <laughs> I've locked you out on multiple occasions. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so that I, one time we thought we locked the, we thought we got locked out of the apartment, but we really just had to push the door a little bit and it opened anyway. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, just pro tip, if you <laughs> ever think that you've locked yourself out, make sure the door is actually closed yes. before you call you the know, landlord call, and yeah. to come and yeah, open, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, you know, just, just <laughs> hypothetically not, speaking. Yeah, yeah. Not not from any experience that no. we've directly had on. <laughs> christmas morning i think something like that i believe yeah yeah Yeah. anyway uh like we said no rails folks no (laughs) rails 
Uh, but yeah, I, I I truly think this this film is just wonderful on on every sense. And Brian Tyree Henry, um, if you watched Atlanta, you know he is a a great actor, mm-hmm. and he pulls this off really well because he's like super likable and just like very charming. And yeah, you're you're rooting for him the whole time in in many many ways. So. Uh, yeah, take it away. What, what yeah, you... no, I, I I agree with you uh, that it was, and like you made the wedding singer reference of like capturing like you know a time period where this um, minus the like you know cell phone aspect like really could have been set anytime, you know of like just guy being locked out like his phone is like dying so he doesn't even have like that technology necessarily to help him um but it's a great you know look at maybe how even before like covid how disconnected we can become like he doesn't even know his his neighbors yeah especially in big cities yeah yeah um that's it was um it was it was a feel-good movie um my only complaint about the movie is that things kind of got tied up in too neatly of a bow that there were there were moments i I was like oh this worked out just great and everybody's good now Mm -hmm. that it it, that you know it was such like a real story in the beginning that not that i wanted it to be like super sad but i wanted a little more of also like realistic ending as opposed to like everything's gonna be great now yeah that i thought it was just a little like disingenuous to kind of go from that extreme mm-hmm. um that's my only my only complaint of the movie that's probably the only reason why i didn't give it a 10 yeah i i think that's fair and i think um yeah i gave it an eight looking back at my ratings mm-hmm. and i think that was mostly yeah. uh part of it where it did feel so incredibly real and then towards the the latter it was just like yeah it was just like it became like movie reel the last like quarter of it was like oh oh this is oh i see what's happening here it just became a little bit too like and they all lived happily ever after Mm -hmm. kind of thing Um, i also gave it an eight yeah still absolutely worth your time oh yeah totally go watch it it is um it's great (laughs) yeah no it is definitely a good time but uh, right, right, and then that moves on uh, to our last one in the agree to agree section, and this is the man who man who sold his skin, um, and I believe this was actually up for um, an Oscar for um, best international foreign uh, best yeah. foreign language film, mm-hmm. and this is written and directed by the t- Tunisian born uh, Kouther Ben Hanya, uh, and yeah, she is from. Um, Tunisia and it focuses on she kind of drew from real life issues um, of refugees specifically Syrian refugees Uh, so this is a story it's fictional uh, but kind of is an amalgam of some true things it's a Syrian refugee that comes to Lebanon um, that lets a famous artist tattoo his art on his back Um, and then it he soon becomes a little piece of art Mm -hmm. that is showcased around in museums his back is owned by this artist right um and this film was awesome i really really loved it it was such just the the concept to begin with was one that was like 
wow, I guess, you know, like, it was almost making a satire of the art world yeah. of like, oh, art is art because somebody says it is. Yeah. You know, art is expensive because someone's willing to pay that much for it mm-hmm. and totally subjective. But then also this great, um, you know, political look at how how we treat people from different parts of the world and that we can, you know, own them and bribe them through you know some of these and like the allure of coming to another place but Mm -hmm. even when they're there you know they're still lowly you know sort of nothing but their situation is so awful they're willing to do anything like letting someone tattoo something on their back right yeah um and um yeah i I don't want to give too much um away about it it does take an interesting turn um at the end yeah it was a little there are definitely moments where you're like where is this going not mm-hmm. really sure like this and then um it yeah definitely does take a oh this, oh this is where this is going okay yeah. i didn't see that coming no <laughs> no it's not predictable no not at all um yeah i mean i don't because i don't really want to say too much about it because uh it kind of has a lot of things that i don't want to mm-hmm. give away yeah um, but what were your thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree. It's um, I I wouldn't say go so far as to say like it's an indictment of the art world, but it's you know it's definitely a a closer look at I would say even culture as currency and mm-hmm. um like what that means for for freedom of you know and upward mobility mm-hmm. you know in a way. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's a really smart, um, well-made film that just kind of will make you like kind of angry (laughs) at a lot of times. Yeah, I was definitely really angry. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's just interesting. It'll make you question, you know, what is art? What makes art, you know, valuable? What Mm -hmm. makes anything valuable? What makes humans valuable? Yeah, exactly. You know, the real, like the real question. Yeah. Like, we place more value on art than we do humans. Mm-hmm. Right. And then um, uh, it's funny, just another example of a Matt Groening show predicting, you know, the future. Well, this is, you know, not necessarily real, but... Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, it is future- actually based on, like, um, a story of someone that did allow an artist to tattoo something on their right. neck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but um, for those of you that don't know, um, Futurama... When uh, Fry wakes up in the year 3000, there are no longer art museums. It's, um, well, they're museums, but all, uh, like, the masterworks are tattooed on fat guys. <laughs> like, that's, 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 like, how the Mona Lisa is. Like, you have to, like, stare at this fat guy's back or something <laughs> like that. It's, um, yeah, that just another weird <laughs> thing that Matt Groening has predicted. Um yeah, no, it's um, it's really great. It's like one of those kinds of films that like made me happy. I didn't go to art school. Like there are certain <laughs> films where I'm like, ah, man, I wish I would have had like the art school experience. But then some are like, just like, oh god, the pretentiousness and the just mm-hmm. snobbery and culture. <laughs> you know, it's just like okay, yeah, like yeah, and it, it's really even more interesting now in the world of like nfts and like that kind of thing and like 
what is value what is currency mm-hmm. you know it's yeah it, it's it's really cogent for the time absolutely um i i gave it a 10 out of 10 i gave it a nine i think it it lags a bit um you kind of you kind of see an arc coming um mm-hmm. and i think they could have rushed through it a little bit more to get to the more meaty things of what that. they had to say um yeah i i gave it a nine mm-hmm. um really really well made and uh yeah, if if you just have any like interest in in what we've talked about in mm-hmm. pop culture and and relevancy and you know value, yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely it is subtitled, so you do have to read. Yeah, and it'll be fine. More. It's funny too. There's no, really there were funny some parts. funny parts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's also one really gross part. I uh, will warn everybody that you might want to. Oh yeah, like you, you look away. Like, I just remember. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? Oh, yeah. now I remember. Yeah, if you just think about what having a work of art on your body could mean and yes. like the things you might have to deal with just as a human being yes so certain blemishes you might have to deal with yeah <laughs> so Ew, gross yeah anyway and then there are certain people that are will actually be drawn to the film for the that for scene. those reasons so, maybe yeah. who knows dr pimple popper mm-hmm. is a show it is so. right uh now that we have agreed to agree on yeah let's get movies, all this nice crap out yes, of the way let us move on to the agree to disagree section in which we watch some films where, uh, I mean, not, I wouldn't say to an extent of, like, I loved it, you hated it, but where we just did not quite see eye to eye um, on the films. Uh, so the first one uh, that we agreed to disagree on uh, was uh, Brit Marie was here. Uh, now this is, uh, I'm probably a little bit biased when going into the movie because this is based on the book the same name um, by Frederick, Frederick Bachman. <laughs> the book was so much better. The, well, the, <laughs> anyway, he's a very successful you, you Swedish author. I will say she did not say that. It didn't say that. <laughs> it didn't. Um, uh, yeah, and I've read almost all of his books, and I just love them all. And uh, so this is a Swedish film. It, it, you can find it on um, Amazon Prime now. And it's about <laughs> Britt Marie, uh, who is like... Where was it, she? Yeah, she was here. Oh. She was there in the movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she is uh, ending her, like, 40-year marriage, and she's sort of looking to start over and become, like, her own person um, in her 60s. Um, but the only job that she can find is in this, like, small town, kind of a, like, failing town uh, to coach their youth soccer team. Um, and she knows very little about soccer. Um, but... I loved the book, and I I'm not gonna say I love the movie more, but I think the the movie did awesome justice to the book. So, as I mentioned before, I might be a little bit biased because I knew you know certain things going in, and I had even some more like background knowledge and more details about the characters that may not have been included in the movie. So you know that can make me can me make somebody like it. Um, even more but this is just one of those feel-good sports movies you know where you're rooting for the underdog but at the same time we're we're rooting for you know this older woman um you know getting away from her uh jerk husband that just treated her so badly and didn't let her you know be her own person uh and I just I just loved everything about it I thought the characters 
that I had in my mind from reading the book were portrayed really well in the movie. Um, and it's just one of those movies that you want to put on. Like if you're looking for, I don't want to think about how crappy the world is right now. And I just want a movie that's going to make me smile that this is the one uh, to watch. And I loved almost everything about it. There was this minor thing that was different or really like not included in the book or in the movie that was in the book. Um, but if you hadn't read the book, I don't think you would have noticed that. So I think it was fantastic and I gave it a 9 out of 10. So now Sean is going to say he disagrees and Sean did not read the book. So... Nah, I don't yeah. read. <laughs> I just like to watch the moving pictures. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, disagree. <laughs> um, if you want to just put on a, a film that's just going to make you smile and like not have to think about things, watch Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar or like that's you different. know like fun movies. I think this this movie's kind of meh. Um. Yeah, I I just from the very beginning I don't really like the main character that much and yes, she's sympathetic, but I also really dislike characters like without any agency. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's, you know, and I get that that's the point, but she seems way too worldly and way too like, you know, eh. I don't want to say old, but mm-hmm. like she should be like way stronger, I think, of a person than she is in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And just I, I, it takes a while for her to like loosen up at all or do like anything that's kind of endearing for me. And when she does, it's still not that great. And the film's not about the soccer team and it's not really about her at times and it's just kind of just this weird like just things just happen Mm -hmm. and then it culminates in like a kind of contrived like mighty duck story and it's fine Mm -hmm. like yeah it's happy because the underdogs win and it's i guess or well well, they don't they they get a win i'll leave it at that i don't you know uh no spoilers Mm -hmm. i guess even though it's really not essential to no, the plot. No, not really. Um, but yeah, even when she like shows a backbone and like you know does things her way, like she really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there are other characters that are like much much stronger than her that do things that you know change the situation way more than she does. So even by the end, like she's still passive mm-hmm. in this story and it just really bothered me that like i there's no real like true redemption arc mm-hmm. to her that it's just kind of like she surrounded herself with stronger people now mm. and she's not with this jerk face yeah so like that's good but yeah that's other than point. that i'm like eh. yeah <laughs> i think I, I think it must be uh I think I would say that you should read the book before watching this movie then. Because, like, all of the things that you just said, like, I have things from the book that I'm like, no, oh, she did this and she did this and she did that. And, yeah, but it, you know, it, but it wasn't, in, it wasn't included. there for me on screen yeah, at was, all. So um, I would say, yeah. 
that I think if you read the book and you liked the book, you would really enjoy this movie. Um, so if you didn't read the book, maybe you should just read the book instead. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but then why would they listen to our podcast if they're just reading books all the time? Well, just for this segment. Okay. All right. Go read the book. Just this one book. <laughs> then. <laughs> just this one. This is the only book you should read. That's no. it. All right. Everything true. else, watch the movie and then come back no, and listen no, no. to us blather on about it every once in a while. <laughs> um, so I um, I gave this movie um, in, uh, 9 out of 10. For well, I should say, let me rephrase that. As far as representing the book, I gave it a 9 out of 10. As a movie on its own, as I try to separate it from the book, I give it an 8 out of 10. Hmm. And you gave it much lower, I think. I give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like thinking back on it now, like further removed, like I remember maybe two scenes from it. Um. And it's just kind of a nothing burger. That, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was a thing I watched once for yeah, two hours. That's fair. I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. So if I were to re rate it, it would probably be lower. But, um, you know, it's not like the cinematography is jarring or like, you know, the direction is bad or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, on the face of it, it's not the worst thing you could watch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's better than Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates or whatever oh, gosh, that yeah. film was. That was terrible. Ugh. The... I don't even think we ended, like, watched that whole thing. I don't thing. think we did either. Yeah. 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 Rough. Oh. So that's the first film that we have agreed uh, to disagree on. Yes. Uh, that's and... the first one that Monica's wrong about. Oh, yeah, sure. The second one that Monica's wrong about. Yeah. Well, this one, I've been uh, really the only reason why I probably convinced John to do this podcast because I've been bugging him is that he won't talk to me about this movie <laughs> and why he liked it so much and that I didn't really. Uh, so, Sean, tell us a little bit about our next movie, uh, We Broke Up. Madam, it's just so much fun to sit. <laughs> After we've watched a movie to sit there stone-faced and just not give Monica any sort of inkling as to it's what you're terrible. thinking. terrible. I'm like, that was cute, I guess. And he was like, I loved it. And I didn't say anything yep. else <laughs> so, until now. What is this mysterious film that I love? It is a film called We Broke Up. In We Broke Up, Aya Cash and William Jackson Harper, who you may know from uh, You're the Worst, and The Good Place, uh, respectively, obviously, play Lori and Doug, a longtime couple who break up just days before Lori's little sister's wedding. And so they go to the wedding, and in order to keep up appearances, as it were, they decide to act like they're still together. And, you know, movie ensues, <laughs> as you would. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I adore this movie. I really, adore? really do. I how is sorry, adore not as strong as love? I, I told you I love it. So I, I think was... adore is more more endearing than love. Okay, interesting. Anyway, I... um, there are movies like um, what was it? Broken Hearts Broken Gallery. Hearts mm-hmm. I, I almost said club, which we dis- which club. we agree to disagree on. No, I agree that it's fun for what it is, but mm. I think there are that just the 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 guy interrupting her big speech is unforgivable and that she shouldn't have been with him because he obviously doesn't support her Mm -hmm. freaking jack bag (laughs) anyway um there are films like that that are you know this like rose colored view of like love and gives you this like you know kind of oh you know sleep was in seattle kind of fun chick flick bs right 
And then there are films that are like this that feel 100% grounded in reality mm-hmm. and still tell, for my money, an amazing love story that is real and feels genuine and lived and like it's coming from you know experience and and Mm -hmm. you know actual life and i i think you'd be hard pressed to find two actors um better suited for these roles than aya cash and william jackson harper i thought they were fantastic because they're both really charming in like different ways and then they can both kind of turn on a dime and get super serious and real and it just i I just i i have trouble putting into words exactly all like the the places from which i derive joy in this film (laughs) um yes you can say it's a bit of a downer but the the name of it is we broke up so like literally it's telling you we broke up, right? Um, yeah, I just think it's a completely real, wonderful depiction of of what was true love, you know, like or truly love, not like, mm-hmm. true love. If you want to put capital T, capital L on it, whatever, you know, it's not Snow White and or you know whatever. It's not a fairy tale type thing, mm-hmm. but it's it's about two people that genuinely love each other and that chemistry comes through 100 percent on screen in both the fighting and the getting along and you know everything else that goes with it and then every other ancillary character that comes in into their lives is is another like fully realized character you know even um for most of the film it it looks like the little sister's fiance is kind of like this like one note guy Mm -hmm. but you know halfway through he he turns um you know he learns some things about situations that are going on and he kind of turns into this like complete person Mm -hmm. like and i just think everybody there's nobody that's like one note nobody's the quirky best friend that's really rooting for them to be mm-hmm. together nobody is the um like frat guy that's trying to get him to cheat on her or whatever uh-huh. you know it's just like a real story about an actual family real friends and this couple that couldn't make it work mm-hmm. for ever you know mm-hmm. So yeah, I I just think it's it's really really good. I I agree. <laughs> That's I, how you know. I agree you've with my... <laughs> many of the things that you are saying, but I don't think it was done as phenomenally as you make it out to be. Like I I appreciated that it was um untraditional or that it recognized you know, people's untraditional ways of doing things. Um, you know, her sister getting married after knowing someone for a short amount of time. You know, other characters that just don't want to be married and don't want to have children. And, okay, well, that's okay, but we're not going to work together. You know, as opposed to where the happily ever after has to be, like, we get married and have children. So I appreciated the, like, realistic, as you said, um, and, like... I guess you could call it like alternative choices 
or untraditional, you know, choices that people make. I did really appreciate that. I think part of this is I shouldn't have watched the trailer before I watched the movie because the trailer 100% makes us look like a rom-com chick flick. Yeah, trailers are bad. And Don't watch trailers. So I was going into this movie. That's a message to madams. So that's not me yelling at you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. They're, get, a, get a sense of a tone, like if you can. Mm-hmm. But but just yeah, trailers yeah. Are, are are bad. So I watched a trailer and went into this movie thinking that it was gonna be a rom com, and it's not. So if I had gone into it that way, I might have appreciated it more. Um, and again, a lot of the things you said I do agree with. I just didn't see it as like it was done so well. Like my biggest complaint, which you normally have, a big complaint <laughs> is when they like treat the audience like we're stupid. And there were moments in this movie that were like, oh, you know, her sister is talking, you know, to the fiance and it's like, oh, well, I I just or I just don't know if they're going to be right together and blah, blah. And it's pretty much the exact parallel to what's happening between uh, the two of them. You're like Mm -hmm. overhearing this conversation and like, oh, they're talking about those people. But I think the author or the director really wants us to understand that they're really talking about the other two. Like, uh, duh. Like, I don't need... Like, the the foil was just so obvious mm-hmm. between her and her sister and um, her... Was it her parents, too? Or who was breaking up? No, just, like, the mom not wanting the daughter to do it and, like, arguing yeah. over that. And there were just moments that it was so... Like, you always say, like, they might as well have turned and looked at the camera or mm-hmm. looked at the audience and been like, oh, did you guys get that? Yeah, I that I thought it was a little too spot on. There's a way to do that, though, with, I think, the the subtlety that they did in this film. And not, like... I, I think it's more about the performance than it is about the script at mm-hmm. that point. Where, it, when I hate it, it's the, it, it's the film talking in the scene and mm-hmm. not the character talking in the scene. Okay. And I, I think I, I just everybody... disagree that it was subtle. I thought it was extremely obvious and I would have much rather like, you know, figured it out a little bit more on my own. Yeah. That it was just really in your face. But then my ultimate complaint with it was it took a long time to get to the end, which was just the beginning. It was like this long journey of a movie to discover what they decided on at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So to me, it was like, what was the point of this whole journey when they had already figured this out? <laughs> it was like, but, okay, they, they figured out in the beginning, this isn't going to work. And then at the end, they were like, yep, we were right. This isn't going to work. Yeah. But, and it felt really long. But it's the same as, oh, I think I like you. And then no, that's at the I end, think, it's though. like... Yeah, I like you. That was I think. Yeah. That in the beginning, it wasn't I think. They're like, we're breaking up. This isn't working. Yeah. Not, mm, I think maybe this isn't going to work. That it was just like a yeah, but long that, that's way to real. get there. Like, that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, people break up and then get back together. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that this wasn't real. But that's what I'm saying I liked about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I that mean, It like was that real. It's not like Hollywood BS. Yeah, but it... You know, like doing your taxes is also real, but I don't want to watch a movie people, you know, somebody doing that the whole movie. So it felt like really long in the middle. That's not 
okay, that's a bit of a straw man, well, but just, whatever. Like, yeah, it, it's real. It just took, like, the middle of it felt really long to, you know, have some, and like, you know, a big revelation when, you know, if it's what they realized all together, you know, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I did appreciate how it was like, this wasn't necessarily a failed relationship. Like, we had happy moments, and it was good for what it was, and now it's just ending. Mm-hmm. It's just like the end of our story, yeah. but it was a nice story. Yeah. And, and I liked that part of it. Um, but it just took a long time to get there. Yeah. I felt like it was only, and this movie was only like 90 minutes long, I think. But you can, And it I felt way longer. There are other films I feel like it's the same kind of a thing, but you liked those. <laughs> like, kind of straight up from last year. Kind of had a similar vibe. No, but that, that had to do with, like, sexuality. So it was very different, I think. It's just a different, like, different color paint. No, it's somebody confused about their sexuality in a, you know, world where people tell you that you need to be straight and you're trying to, you know, figure it out. Where these two people are comfortable with their sexuality, they just are trying to think about who they want to spend their life with and what what path they want, like being married and having children or not. Yeah, but if you boil that down, it's sim- it's just people dealing with, you know, their identities and like who they yeah. are, what they want and who they see as a partner. And in what capacity? I don't know. I think you know, I'm not trying to like trivialize the like dealing with your own like self identification. Yeah, all. no. I'm sure. just saying just... like that is you know what mm-hmm. you know people like. Both of them are people yeah. making a choice. Yeah, but in the beginning of Straight Up, they don't go, "Oh, this isn't gonna work," and then try it, and then like they don't come to the same realization that they had at the beginning of the movie. I think that's what my main problem was. Was like, where I saw the end, and then I saw the middle, and then I saw the end again. Okay. Well, Britt Marie is on her own in the beginning, and then the middle happens, and she's still on her own at the end. No, she's not. She was in a she was in a marriage in the beginning. Yeah, and and, the, and they were in a happy relationship in the very beginning. No, they weren't. For the same amount of time that you see Britt Marie in the relationship, uh, the the couple and we broke up were together, in that that like five minutes at the very beginning. No, you're very wrong. Because then it's her about her realizing how it wasn't happy, and it went no. You are what are you talking about? It's not. the same thing. No, in the beginning of the movie, she Brit gets Marie, a phone call. She makes some food or no, whatever. In the beginning, then, she's not like, I'm going to go do my own thing and be my own person and travel all around the world. And her husband's not like, oh, you can't do that. And then at the end, she gets to do those things. That's, that doesn't tell you the ending at the beginning. The film tells you the ending in the title. We broke up. Yeah. So why did you expect anything different? I expected... Well, it didn't have to end with them broken up, necessarily. <laughs> okay. That's not, I'm just saying, it took a long time to get there. To, to realize the thing that they already knew at the beginning. 
And that's that, life, man. Like, well, I don't want to watch a movie about life. I okay. want to escape from those things sometimes. Okay, fine. But it was, I, don't, I just don't So it's understand. your own thing. It's, it's your expectations no. and you like things that you're putting on the movie. No, it's, no, the difference is that I all of the things you said I agree with, but it's the level to which you thought it was done phenomenally. And I just thought it was done okay. That I just, using the word love for this movie, like when you said you can't remember a lot of scenes from Brit Marie, mm-hmm. like to me this, there were, this movie is, is forgettable. Then I was like, oh yeah, they wanted to break up. And then at the end they did break up. <laughs> and then stuff happened in between. <laughs> oh yeah, she left her husband and at the end she's... <clears throat> not with her husband mm-hmm. and then there's soccer in between yeah Th- that's fine that you didn't <laughs> you didn't like the movie but you can't use that movie to make my argument about how what happens in the beginning happens at the end that's not the case <laughs> and Britt marie was here no it's not <laughs> whatever no well that's why we called this segment they get agree, back together agree they get to back disagree. together uh it's i mean i, I still enjoyed the movie anyway it's just the fact that you think it was like amazing that i can't i still can't comprehend after this conversation you say it was amazing uh you said you adored it that's different mm. totally okay. different maybe we use that word you use that word loosey-goosey uh, ador- to adore something like if i say that you I can adore something that's not amazing i love pizza hut pizza it's garbage <laughs> but if i say if i adore a movie it's I, I don't know. And just it's just the level of an enthusiasm we had for this movie was different, but I think we agree on like the reasons why it's good. It's just the level of enjoyment of it, I guess. Yeah. Like Pizza Hut pizza. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I'm not saying it is like Oscar worthy. I'm not saying it's even like The Dig. <laughs> I'm saying like um I loved it. <laughs> I is... love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Okay. I adore that film. Yeah. It is not good. I mean, it's great. But... It's weird. I think our just our adjectives are just we just have different like connotations wow. for them. It's almost like language can be used in a lot of different ways. <laughs> anyway, I gave this movie a seven out of ten. I gave it a nine. Yeah. Um I think the I, I think it there is like ten minutes that are are slow in the middle, um, but yeah, I, I think it's about thirty minutes. That's just okay. <laughs> Ooh, burn! Wow. <laughs> so condescending. <laughs> you came with the attitude first. Uh, anyway, it's it's still a movie that I would recommend. Uh, just just didn't adore it or love it it was it's okay yeah i i I loved it i thought it was it was great it's all right it was wonderful yeah uh so madams if if you've watched any of these movies um do you agree with sean do you agree with me uh do you agree to disagree with us on the ones that we agreed to agree on or the other way around yeah it was confusing that made sense yeah how many degrees (laughs) <laughs> we get in a sentence 
Um, can I throw an audible at you? I want to just, because we have watched so many films. We have watched a lot since our last um, episode. Since, yeah. and It's just none of them have really been like, oh, we have to podcast about this. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what, why we hadn't done an episode in a while. Right. And there's also an episode that is lost in which we very much dif- disagree in The Father. Um, if I can find it oh. on my hard drive, I will uh, drop it at some point for you, madams. Yeah, but we talked a little bit about it. With our Oscar one. A little bit, yeah. And then I think I hyped up the full review. Oh, and never posted it. Yeah, never, <laughs> never posted it. Not, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not lazy. I just got busy with other things. Oh, like life. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you, wait, what do you, so what are you throwing uh, at me? Search Crater Designs on Etsy, by the way. Yes. No. <laughs> so it just, I want to kind of run down the, the rest of the films that we've seen, but didn't quite talk about in mm-hmm. just like a rapid fire like okay so i'll i will say the name of the film and then say uh how much i liked it and then i just say agree, agree or disagree, or disagree. okay yeah. okay okay let's start with a film called digging for fire it's uh jake johnson on hulu and it is skippable agreed okay cool uh next up the kid detective uh very fun kind of very dark a lot uh worth the watch though agreed cool uh let's see what's next uh news of the world surprisingly really good and timely and tom hanks so obviously watchable right agree agree and agree okay good hearts beat loud adorable super Mm -hmm. great wow this one what it was i mean i think it's just a similar sentiment of we broke up that i feel like all the things that you're gonna say were great about the movie i'm going to agree with it's just the level of enthusiasm that i had for it Hmm. like yes it was very fun i would tell people to watch it Hmm. but i wouldn't say that i loved it interesting yeah i loved it it was great Mm -hmm. it was like High Fidelity for Dads. Okay. See, I agree with that. Okay, cool. Mm. Watch it. Let us know what you think. Mm. Uh, Happily. I would say more interesting than good, but still highly watchable. Agreed. It was unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. There, it's really kind of hard to explain. It really is very hard to explain. Yeah. but it. It's, it's almost like rom-com meets like parasite it's like really weird <laughs> yeah it's kind of like a odd postmodern almost yeah. i don't know it's hard to explain but yeah. i would agree that you should watch it yeah cool and then uh shiva baby i, I don't know i i i, I, <laughs> I agree. agree with that okay um i'm that one's still like, sitting with me yeah i think it um I think it was too like long to have been a short film, but too short, short to have to been, been a movie. Yeah, like it just felt like it had me interested. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then it was like, okay, it's like over, but it wasn't very long. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't hate it. No, I didn't hate it, and I thought it it did things really well. I think I wanted more, honestly. Yeah. Like that it kind of came to an abrupt ending. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
the ending was really the funny. The ending was very funny, but it's like <laughs> I almost wanted a little bit more of like development of the character. Like yeah. What she was going to do next or like yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I, I joked when it was over that it should have been called daughter uh, <laughs> instead of mother um, because that it had that like tight claustrophobic like in your face can't get out of a situation type feel mm-hmm. which was very interesting but um yeah i if you like things that are kind of like weird and just it, if you it, like to feel uncomfortable with the characters yeah then you should definitely watch it yeah definitely check it out and then uh the movie we watched tonight the last right um really great like just super cute and Although uh, I had problems with it, but I, I'm not mad I watched it. I agree with everything that you just said there, yeah. I had some issues. Okay. We don't have to get too much into yeah, that now. Yeah, we don't. Um, <laughs> just, like, make your main character at least kind of likable, at least for part of the film, maybe? Yeah. Just as a general rule of thumb. But, but it was it set was... in Ireland, so it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just drooling over the landscapes and the accents. Yes. Cool. Okay, that's all that we've watched since the last time we talked to you, Madams. Um, that's a full month of movies right yes, there. Yes, it is a lot of movies. Yes. Um, Sorry it took us so long to get the next one. Yeah. But I think, as I said, it, it's mainly because the movies were like, okay. Like, as we kind of like went through most of that list, it was like, yeah, it's good. It was okay. It wasn't great. It was fun. There weren't really ones that we felt the need to be like, we need to tell people about this movie. Right, exactly. Or we you know, hated this movie. You need to tell people about it. Yeah. So we sort of recapped it all into a agree to agree, agree to disagree. Yes. Segment. And if you want a real quick, what'd you think? Uh, I watched half of Mortal Kombat and started to fall asleep. Uh, my fault, not the movies. I was exhausted. <laughs> um, but the movie's fault was that I didn't care enough to uh, go back the next day. And now it's off HBO Max. So... Eh. <laughs> there you go would you like it no <laughs> who would like it people that really love mortal kombat i guess so don't mind uh really kind of boring first half hours of movies. would you say that you couldn't finish it that'll do it for this week's episode <laughs> of no i can't lie i'm so proud of you right now <laughs> that was perfect Thanks. Take us, take us out. Wrap it up. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, that is um, gonna do it for this week's episode. Uh, but as we said, we'd like to know: Did you agree with me? Did you agree with Sean? Did you agree with neither of us? Uh, go ahead and send us an email: uh, marriedmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram at marriedmoviespodcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That's it. Those those. are the main ones. Yeah. Great. Uh, Awesome. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Married at at the the movies. Movies.